And welcome in to the Leadership Fam podcast, everyone. Hope you're doing well out there. Um, it's kind of a somber morning. I uh, woke up this morning to the news that uh, one of my favorite country artists had passed away this morning after a two-year battle with stomach cancer. Uh, rest in peace, Toby Keith. Uh, sad day for a lot of us. And you're probably tuning in today because you saw that this podcast was going to be dedicated to sort of his career and his life and uh, my buddy brian uh, is joining me today what's up brian hey what's happening well it's one of those days you know it's one of those days where this is a superstar that we both followed for a couple of decades and uh, really respected his work and enjoyed his music and uh, boy i have a lot of memories of just being by myself and jamming out a lot of toby keith in my car uh, how about you oh my gosh yeah i mean you know, I think I texted you maybe, I don't know if it was sometime over the Five weekend or something. I saw yeah. an interview with him and I was just like, man, I was like, this doesn't look good. And, uh, and then sure enough, here it is, you know, we get the news today. So yeah, really, really sad. I mean, Toby Keith, I mean, obviously just a, a force in the country force. music. I mean, by, I mean, and for me, you know, just someone, uh, you know, just put out great songs, man. I mean, I, I could go through the list. Mm. I was listening to it this Let morning. Yeah. I, I, I turned it on and, you know, pulled up something on YouTube or something, the greatest hits or whatever. And, man, it just brings back so many memories. So many memories. So, mem so many. And so for those of you who aren't watching on YouTube, um, you know, uh, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't play this particular song. And if it doesn't have great sound quality, forgive me, we're we're a low budget organization here, y'all. So uh, th yeah. with th this song really kind of in the 90s. I mean, Man. really? <laughs> Fantastic. I saw somewhere, Brian, this morning, we did some research uh, for you guys just to give you some, some background on Toby Keith today. But uh, I saw somewhere where that was voted most popular song of the 90s, which really is a tall order when you think about the acts of the 90s, like Tim McGraw and Garth Brooks, Faith Hill. So many great. I mean, George Strait, of course. Yes. And that was one of the most popular songs of the 90s and a number one hit for him. Yeah, it's it's really. I mean, when you told me that, I was I'm, I'm amazed by it because of. I mean, you think of Garth. I mean, friends in low places. I mean, right. I mean, I mean yeah. who, who? Now, now that's I could have been a cowboy. I mean, you play it and everyone's gonna sing as well. But you know, friends in low places. That, yeah, blows my mind. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Well, let me, why don't we do this? Um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you a, a few facts about his career. Maybe, Brian, you could talk a few about some of his notable hits. Um, and, and if you need a little help, I've got a list here as well. Um, you know, a couple of things that I saw. If you don't know, we want to talk about Toby Keith today because he was such a success in his field, right? And he made an impact uh, worldwide. He was known for his patriotism. Uh, known for entertaining the troops and and uh, he's a country boy you know he's from clinton oklahoma 
and uh, had also spent some time in Arkansas growing up, I saw. Um, but in terms of stats, you know, there was some leadership involved in his career as well, which I'll touch on. But, you know, I saw Wikipedia, by the way, is my source. Uh, 69 singles he put out, Brian. Um, 19 albums. Now, I saw um, that 19 albums blows my mind. Wow. 19 different albums. Uh, he had 20 number one hits in the United States. There were another 22 of his songs that were top 10 hits in the United States. And I saw sales over 40 uh, million albums in his career. Did you see anything else um, interesting that you dug up? No, no. I think that, that you know, obviously, I think that kind of hits on it. I mean, other than... You know, the fact that he, you know, created his own label, right? I mean, uh, obviously an entrepreneur at heart, business guy. So, you know. Yeah, to, to kind of tag on to that a little bit, I did look into his background and I found that he was an oil man. He worked in the oil fields before he was into country music. And he actually became an oil field manager. So he, he led men uh, in the oil fields until that organization folded up and he got laid off and he had to go back to music. And of course, yeah, I started his own label um, and owned a host of bars and restaurants all across the United States. They're still in business to this day. Um, I think it's Toby Keats or something like that. Um, I can't remember the name of I it. Think, I think one of the brands is I love this bar, right? That's it. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then he had a clothing line as well that he started, um, I think, 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, can't and they remember said the one of the, he was one of the first ones to allow people to, you know, buy individual um, songs, which, you know, when streaming became yeah. big, he was one of the first to kind of jump into that game. Oh, my you gosh. Know, saw, he, you know, he was, you know, saw where the future was going, you know. Yeah, I, listen, I saw a net worth of a half a billion. I, you know, I don't know how accurate you know, online stuff is. I mean, I guess everything that's on there is supposed to be the truth, right? But, you know, a half, half a billion dollar uh, net worth. I've seen uh, a documentary that, uh, where they showed his place. Beautiful place, man. And, but this is a humble dude. He's a good guy. He just fit perfectly in country music. And, and so speaking of that, what were some of the notable hits, man, that you think about when you think of oh. Toby Keith? Well, I mean, the one, you know, that just jumps right out at me is obviously courtesy of Red, White, and Blue. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, anyone, if, you know, for us, we remember 9-11 and, you know, that horrific day, uh, September 11, 2001. And then that song came out, you know, I, you know, a couple months later. And it was, I mean, it just, it just put chills in, in your body. I mean, it's hard for me not to even, you know, kind of well up here. Right. I mean, it yeah. just kind of brings tears to your eyes mm. and you think about, you know, that line where he says, you know, we'll put a boot in your ass and that's mm. the American way. I mean, my God, I can remember listening to that. And, and you know, saying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it was, it was huge. I mean, at least it was for me. I mean, that thing, again, I mean, that song, you, you know, every time I hear it, it brings, it just gives me cold chills. I mean, so obviously that's number one. And you know, what's funny is, is 
uh, not as good as I once was, you know, is a song that, or really that title of that song, I say over and over because the older I get now, I'm just reminded, you know, that <laughs> I'm not as good as, as I once was, but you know, and the follow-up to that is I'm as good once as I ever was. And that song, you know, as I age, uh, man, it just, you know, it's such a good song. And, I mean, I could go on. How do you like me now? How do you like me now? <laughs> Red Solo Cup. I mean, anytime I pick up a, a Red Solo Cup, oh, you know, I started that song. Just, I started singing that song. <laughs> Every weekend. I got to tell you, there was a time we started buying blue solo cups here. And I was like, this ain't right. I just can't. I, you know. Well, I, it, go ahead. Well, I was going to say the problem with the red solo cup is, you know, we typically, you know, we walk a lot of places in downtown Dallas, you know, from our house. And, and so we'll take a red solo cup, right? And everyone knows what's in a red solo cup. <laughs> <laughs> a little juice. Yeah. Well, you know, for you and I, you would understand. Most people listening wouldn't. But, you know, for me, it's kind of stupid. You know, um, I've got a light switch in my house. And it says, when you turn it on, it says, you know, University of Kentucky turns me on. Turn it off. University of Louisville turns me off, you know. Oh, well, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the truth is I'm not really a, that big of a hater. But when I was getting the red solo cups, I was like, man, that's Louisville colors. I got I to gotta have some Kentucky wow. colors so I'd get the blue right. solo cups. Well, I got, I, I've got a huge pack of red solo cups from Costco right now, Brian. I have had for years. And, uh, and every time I think of Toby Keith, for sure. Oh, absolutely. How about the little mini ones they have for shots? You've seen those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I, I wrote a list as well, you know, and uh, uh, I want to talk about me, right? That one is an awesome song. You know, I remember being in the car trying to get that down, trying to figure out how to sing that song. Yeah. And it just had fun songs, you know. No, he, daddy? He how about who's your, what? He had both. He had serious songs, you know, uh, mm -hmm. you know, to me, what are now anthem songs. And then he had fun quirky songs yeah how about who's your daddy that was yeah. a good one yeah i love this bar great that's one of those i like to listen to in my bar you know uh made in america beer yeah. for my horses that was a famous one beer for my horses he brought in willie and jimmy right yeah i mean in, in icons so yeah, man. And so, you know, it just, again, is a reminder that, you know, nobody lives forever. He was 62 years old. And, uh, you know, I think he's one of those artists that is going, his legend will only grow now after his death, I think. Oh, oh absolutely. You know, and, and I was thinking about, you know, 62 this morning, you know, again, you know, any, you know, I tell people all the time, 60s, man, anyone who, you know, it, in the '60s, it, it seems tragic to me, right? In this, in this day and age, you know, not to be morbid here on this podcast, but this is something we've talked about, man. '60s, any time in the '60s seems kind of tragic. You know, in the '70s, yeah. someone makes it to their '70s, you're like, well, they had a you know pretty good life, you know. In the '80s, obviously, great life, but yeah. man, '62. 
And uh, yeah, yeah. 60, 62 is too young, man. And the thing I, I think about with this guy is it wasn't just about his music. He was just a regular old kind of country boy, you know, but he had influence. And he was a mentor as well, you know. I, Brian, I don't know if you've seen this today, but um, I think the Bobby Bone Show put out a quote on Twitter from their interview with Jake Owen this morning. Jake Owen, of course, a country music artist as well, that he got a call um, from Toby Keith in recent days, apparently. It was a last call kind of thing. They're buddies. And he left him a voicemail. Oh, and wow. And on the voicemail, it's, he said, just remember something, Jake. He said, leave something greater in life than the music. Wow. Leave something greater in life than the music. You know, that's that legacy. That's that influence we talk about, you know, where um, we live, leave this lasting impact on people. Um, and so what does that look like, I wonder, for him? I know that he was into philanthropy. He had a number of things he gave to, and, um, but tried to mentor young artists. You know, I think that matters in leadership, guys. And that's him showing natural leadership. And leaders are everywhere. Brian and I talked about this last week, you know. Yeah. You know, again, I read this this morning. So, you know, if this is true or not, I don't know. But he signed Taylor Swift's first album. Did you read that? Or... Did not. Didn't see it, no. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, uh, I read it online, so take it for what it's worth. If that's true, that's pretty remarkable, you know? Yes, people. Taylor Swift used to be a country music artist. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. She's not even she's not even that anymore, really, is she? No, she's total pop's worldwide star now. But yeah, yeah, she's pop. She's doing night for herself, as yeah, they she's, say. Yeah, she's doing okay. But... Uh, but yeah, she was purely country and just a young kid. And I, I didn't know that, Brian. That's interesting stuff. Um, yeah. So, so maybe another interesting factoid that you didn't know is that his his real name is Toby Keith Covell. And a lot of people didn't realize that he went by his middle name. Is it better for, you know, his, his stage name? Yeah. You know, it just flowed a little better, I guess. There is a joke out there, you know, about country boys that got that two first name thing going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, Toby Keats, you know, I mean, I guess now it sounds good because we know it. But, uh, but you know, Brian, one of the things that touched, and we're both emotional guys to a degree about this stuff. And, you know, if you, I'll just give a little share about Brian and I, we tend to text each other during the award shows and cheer for our favorite people and, you know, we got a number of artists that we both like. We pretty much agree across the board, it seems like. And I think it was the CM no, it was the People Choice so People's Choice Awards um yeah. this this last year, uh in the fall. I think it was November ish. And Toby Keith played uh for the first time in a couple of years and he got up and sang a new song. And if you've not heard it before, I encourage you to go out and listen to it on YouTube or wherever you get your music, Spotify. Um, and it's called Don't Let the Old Man In. Don't Let the Old Man In. And it's a song that he actually wrote, I believe, for Clint Eastwood, uh, a film that he had. Is that right? Well, he wrote the song because of the conversation he had with Clint Eastwood. And then Clint Eastwood put it, put it into 
the uh, movie The Mule, I believe is what That's it's called. That's it. You got it, yeah. which I watched. It's not a bad movie. Yeah, um, <clears throat> well, I, Brian wasn't watching that night, I don't believe. And and, uh, and and I texted him, you know, which he would have gotten at four in the morning, you know, when it, going out to work out. And I said, man, you got to go out and listen to this, which we share a lot of stuff. And I don't know if we always listen to everything we share each other. But uh, I said, you got to listen to this. My wife and I had felt like when we watched the song, not knowing the Clint Eastwood story, this guy's saying goodbye. This guy, this is his swan song. And it turns out it was. Um, It's a song that is emotional. It's a song uh, about aging and keep trying to keep going which he did he battled this stupid stomach cancer for two years scares me to death i don't want no part of it um and uh he he just kind of encouraged people to keep fighting and not because when you let that old man in you know he he whips you you know and father time is undefeated as they say ryan yeah oh absolutely yeah but listen to him tell the story about you know what led to the what led to that song you know uh was was uh it was so interesting you know i think i you know again i I watched an interview of him i think it was maybe three or four months ago but uh i I saw the interview the other day but i think it was from a couple months ago two or three months ago and uh you know he uh he looked pretty bad but um you know he was sharing that story of what led to that song Man, it was truly inspirational, but it was, you know, he had a conversation with Clint Eastwood at a golf tournament or something, some kind of pro-am, and, uh, you know, Toby just said to Clint, he goes, man, you're, you know, I I forgot how old Clint Eastwood is. He's in his 90s, I believe, and he says, man, how do you keep, how do you keep doing this? You're sitting out here playing golf and all the other things, and that's when Clint said, just don't let the old man in, and, you know, Make sure you have something to do every day. And man, what a obviously Toby was able to put that into, you know, lyrics and a, an awesome song, man. But man, what a what a mantra to live by, right? Don't let the old man in. Yeah, and I watched his wife watch him perform that night and um you know, it was an emotional thing to as a country music fan. Yeah. Um, and an emotional guy anyway. Uh, and I'm sitting there watching this and you couldn't help but be a little bit teary eyed. You, you had a feeling that was the end. Well, then he also had teased that he was going back on the road and that he was going to beat this thing. And you kind of thought, well, maybe this wasn't his swan song, but it ended up being his last song. Yeah. Now, you know, you talk about, you know, leadership traits and things like that. And, um, you know, one of the things, you know, I saw where, you know, he's been married to his wife since like 1984. Wow. And obviously that was well before fame and stardom and wealth and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know everything about Toby Keith, but, you know, the reality is and listening to him in that interview I saw the other day, man, his his love for his wife, his loyalty mm. to his family, you know, his faith in God, all those things, um, man, played a part in him being successful and then him not allowing the fame and all that stuff to, 
to get to him, you know, like many people do. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of what you leave behind is how dedicated you were to your family. And um, that's what people talk about with this guy. And, you know, it's kind of fun. You know, if you're tuning in today, uh, yeah, you're listening to the Leadership Fan Podcast. And uh, we talk about leadership here. But it's important, I think, that we attack what's going on in culture. What's the topic of the day um, at times on this podcast? And just feel blessed that we can come on and just talk about somebody. I know both of us were huge fans of, and I don't even know if I realized, Brian, how much of a fan of his I was until this last year. Um, and, and throughout the early 2000s, how much of his music I listened to, bro. Yeah. No, I know it's, I mean, I know we're 20 years, give or take, removed from that, and you forget, but man, when I, you know, you start listening to some of his older stuff, some of these songs, and, you know, you can kind of sing along because you've listened to them oh. so much. It's still, it's Absolutely. still in, in oh, us. Oh, you put on some Red Solo Cup and you're dancing along with yeah. it, you know? I mean, yeah. there were times, if I'm honest, probably early on, that I thought, man, this guy's songs are kind of kitschy, kind of goofy, like, you know, but man, that's, he was about having fun. And, you know, the more I listened, the more I started to catch on and really was into it. You never saw him in concert. Did you? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, incidentally, Brian, I mean, we, we were talking about, you know, our Kentucky connections, I think. If I read it right, I could have it wrong, folks. I'm Listen, I'm just a guy in the world talking on this microphone. But uh, one of his last shows that he had was in Lexington, Kentucky here recent, not too long ago. Oh, wow. Right. And, um, you know, real low key. But I was reading from some guys I follow in Kentucky that were there and said how special it was, you know. And again, I saw pictures of him on stage. Look rough, you know. There yeah. he was doing his thing. Yeah. That interview I saw, you know, he was doing some shows in Vegas or something. Yeah, I and, saw that too. Yep. And this lady, the interviewer, was saying he was doing three-hour-long shows, you know. And wow. Can you imagine? He was just, you know, he had to feel bad. I mean, I know I read where he couldn't, on certain songs, he couldn't hit the notes anymore because of his stomach. So oh, he had wow. to learn how to work with it and keep it kind of, I don't know, what the language is, but kind of flat. It yeah. went too high. He just couldn't get there anymore. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what? Stomach cancer. Oh, it had to be sucky, but, um, man, what a loss today for, um, country music and for really Americans at large. I mean, if you didn't follow him as much as we do, uh, man, he was so patriotic. He yeah. loved the troops. Didn't he, Brian? Yeah, I mean, you know, he did multiple, you know, multiple USO trips, you know, <laughs> where going over there to sing to the troops and and things like that. Obviously, in the early 2000s, we were, you know, 9-11, 9-11, Afghanistan, Iraq, all that stuff, man. Mm. You know, he was so patriotic and you, you saw it in his songs, obviously, you see it in his you know, what he donated his money and his time to. And so, man, this is a true American patriot. I don't know how else to say it, you know. And, you know, uh, buddies with guys that came from outside of country music that have dappled in country, guys like Kid Rock today. 
Um, close friends with this guy. I think I read where Kid Rock said, look, I had to go see one of his last shows and I tried to blow it off. And I realized that I was going to be missing out and regretting that if I didn't go and he went and, uh, they're good buddies. Uh, you know, I think he was able to cross over into other genres pretty easy. I saw, yeah, I saw on, uh, X Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, (laughs) John Daly was really good friends with, uh, Toby Keith, which, which, you know, makes too much sense, right? That they would be buddies. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. You don't make all these friends and all these different kinds of people if you're not respected. And if you're not, you know, somebody who puts off a certain amount of influence and uh, just way about you, right? Yeah. Well, you know, to bring it back to leadership a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. the, guy, the guy put in the work, man. I mean, would you say 19... 19 records, albums. 19 mm-hmm. albums, whatever we call them nowadays, mm-hmm. but 19 <laughs> of them. Uh, 20 number ones. Now, there's a lot of stars today. If I take you into, I'm doing this off the top of my head, people that I know from looking it up in the past, and I'm not even a disc jockey, right? But <laughs> people that have over 20 number ones right now. You're talking yeah. about Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert, Luke Combs. You're talking about uh, Luke Bryan. These kind of guys, Garth Brooks, you know, all of these people, that's the league that he's in, you know, in terms of number ones. You know, I don't know really. I, again, this is ignorance on my part, but it seems like when you get to 20 and over, you're in a different ball, ball game. Sure. Yeah. I mean, number one's hard to get one time, much less 20 times. Yeah. Morgan Wallen does it, uh, you know, <laughs> wakes up in the morning and gets a number one. Yeah, you know, in the you know, it's funny when you think about the generations, you know, of, of country singers we're dealing with now. You know, I mean, yeah, different. You know, and, and Alan Jackson and oh, George, one. they're I don't know '90s. You know, I mean, I know Toby started in the '90s, but you know, he he was kind of the early what they call the early aughts, two thousands. You know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I, again, I don't listen to radio much, but I'm assuming they still play some of his music, but whenever I'm in the car and I listen, you know, it's all these new age singers, which is, you know, a different kind of country in many ways. I tell you, I thought about it this morning. I'm going to download a bunch of his music for my Jeep trips next year. Uh, you know, it just seems like it being in the mountains in a Jeep and back in the woods with some Toby Keith on is all right. Yeah. You know, that no. ain't so bad. That ain't bad, is it? No. And, and, uh, and a solo cup, you know, with, with something in it, you know. And, hey, I got a CD of Alan Jackson in my Jeep right now. You know, it's yeah. – uh, and, yes, I said CD because I've got a 2016. It still has a CD player. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but it does. <laughs> yeah. Hey. But what a what a loss today. We wanted to come on and just talk about Toby Keith and all that he contributed. Um, you know, I shared it on social media. I know Brian did this morning. It's just one of those days when you lose an artist. You know, Brian, I was watching uh, the Grammys, and I gotta say, Grammys did a good job this year. You know, I you know I don't give them credit. Yeah. Hey, if there's a bunch of wokeness and a bunch of craziness, I'm not into it. But no. they, they weren't. It was really well done. They focused on the music. And Mel and I really enjoyed the whole show, uh, you know. Um, 
and, and where was I going with that? I, I, re, for, I don't really remember. Where was I going with that, Brian? No, but, I don't know. Think about it. Why? But, I, but, you know, I fell asleep, but I started off watching it, and mm-hmm. I felt the same way. I was like, you know, what is this going to be, you know, yeah. anymore? I always well, question it. Well, one of the things they did where I was going with that was at the one part of the show, they like a lot of shows do. They focused on all the people that died last year in music. It was pretty stunning. It was wow. It was a lot of people. I, I saw that. I couldn't believe how many people. And, you know, you I can't possibly name them all. I didn't even know them all. But I no. know who Tina Turner was. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, Tina and Jim and Jimmy. Jimmy Buffett, Jimmy Buffett was in there. Yeah. And those are icons. I and mean. it's just, I guess my point is so often in my life, and it's very rare, you remember certain days when people die or certain days have uh, an impact on you differently, you know? And I, I don't know. We'll see what time does, but it, today just felt like one of those days where I was like, man. And yeah. you look on social media and it's just littered with Toby Keith today. Man, it, I look. Yeah, I look on Facebook and I like, like it's just flooded and what an impact and it's you know what an impact the guy had, man. What an impact. Well, I'll tell you what I want to do. I'm going to try this, and you guys are going to have to be forgiving listeners here on the Leadership Man Podcast. Uh, I think I want to on our way out today. Uh, I want to play uh, "Don't Let the Old Man In" for you. Oh, yeah three-minute song and that way you guys can have a little bit of flavor and we're going to put i'm going to put my phone up to the mic and just pray that my producer mr matt linhart doesn't uh come kick my butt but uh anyway let's give this a whirl and then we'll sign off and uh look forward to next week with you don't let the old man He's knocking on my door I knew all of my life That someday it would end Get up and go outside Don't let the old man in How would you be if you didn't know the day you were born? Try to love on your wife and stay close to your friend. Toast each sundown with wine. Don't let the old man.
ask yourself how would you be if you didn't know the day you were born when he rides up on his horse and you feel that cold bitter wind look out your window and smile don't let the old man one last applause for toby keith gone too soon at 62 years old brian any final words man such good stuff man yeah, good stuff. Gone too soon indeed. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of the Leadership Fan Podcast. We certainly hope that you'll continue to join us. We try to put out an episode every week or 10 days the best we can with our jobs and everything else going in, on in life. But we are on all the major platforms, and we invite you to tell your friends, like us, share us, comment, send us questions, whatever you want to do as we continue to work to build a community. Folks, until next week, go out there and make some big ripples with your companies and your communities and, most importantly, with your people. We'll see you next week.